The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Gosh, I am your host. I am here. You are listening to Waking Up in America. We're actually in our 24th year, and we're going to do something really rather unusual for us. We've been at noon at noon Pacific most of that time, and starting next week, we are going to a more leisurely 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we ask you to join us. Same channel. Um, you can go to the website. It will be updated by then at wakingupinamerica.com and you'll be able to click in the upper right-hand corner. And it should say noon Pacific or 2 Pacific there. So I'm Dr. Val Kirkgaard. I'm a firewalker, Olympic torchbearer, and a person who insists on interesting dialogues. Unfortunately, I've got some friends here today that enjoy the same kind of thing. Dr. Rutledge is here. He'll give you updates on what's happening with $3 billion and counting. We'll be talking about some interesting stuff today between food stamps and fires. Um, Ken Cousins will ride the waves and hear what interesting things that he has to comment on. And this major puzzler historian has been studying for years, so there's always something unusual that comes out of Ken's mouth. C.W. Wright, who's got that wonderful voice as an announcer, oh, God love him, um, vice president of the Republic and also head of a company called Emergency Management Solutions, will tell you all about Sir Jason Leonard T., how to actually get in touch with um, the different things that he's doing and order your emergency management kit. I'm hot on an item called ProTandem that I'll tell you more about later. And uh, we just want to say thank you for being here. It's a very exciting time in history this September 7th in 2011. The world is shifting. The poles are shifting, literally, and so is the financial um, conversation in the world. So... Mr. C.W. Wright, you're going to tell them about Sir Jason Winter T and Emergency Management Solutions, please. Well, that's only if you've got your Jason Winter's T handy. I've got huh? my peach tea today. Well, I wanted to actually say that I have the peach flavored box right in front of me. Oh, you got the peach flavored box? I do. Okay. I wanted to just look and see if there was anything. Hmm, let's see. It doesn't really say on the box how did it takes care of the immune system. It should, because it does. It's got a well, picture of Sir Jason on it. But if that has to do with the FDA. You can't make any claims on, on your product. Now, what we could do, we could uh, uh, mention that, or they could mention uh, the different herbs in the tea, and they can point out what those herbs have been known to be uh, used mm-hmm. for, good for. They can point that out. And, but Sir Jason, well, let me what read the ingredients. Okay, because I bet you can't remember them all. Ha ha. <laughs> Red clover, Indian sage leaf, oolong tea leaf, natural flavor and spices, and the herbaline brand. There you herbaline, go. 
blend. Yes. And the uh, herbaline blend is a special spice that uh, comes out of uh, uh, Asia. And what happened when you mix, when, when Sir Jason mixed these teas together, these herbs together, uh, after uh, traveling the world and, and one guru say, okay, take the herbaline and it'll do what you want it to do. Another guru said, take the uh, 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 red clover, it'll do what you want it to do. Then he remembered uh, a, uh, an herb that uh, Indians would drink. When he, see, he used to be an actor in B-movies and in the Westerns. Really? <laughs> well, a lot of people don't know that. And the Indians, that were these were real Indians, and they would go off during the breaks and they would brew a tea. And sometimes they would they would use sage, or they would use chaparral. Now there is a uh, blend uh, of the tea that you don't have. It's flavored peach. Does have chaparral in it, but in this case, the one you have has sage. And so the guru said, "Okay, use sage." And so he did. He would always brew these different pots of uh, teas out of these herbs, and he would drink these teas for the condition he had. The one day Which we can't mention on the air, right? Uh, well, we we can't, we can't say that he used to have that thing that starts with a C, but he didn't anymore, right? Yeah. Well, uh, we can't make any claims. We're not going. Oh, we I see. I, I, forgive me. But you know, he does say that it it helped him get rid of his condition that he had, and because when he mixed them all together, they had they had a synergetic effect. Now, the way he found that out was uh, about a year later after he started feeling better, he had a, uh, a friend of his in England who was a, uh, uh, okay, Dr. Roach, I need to sound, I'm thinking ophthalmologist, but I know it wasn't an ophthalmologist. <laughs> well, we're going to spend the whole program on Sir Jason Winter Tea, so you're going to have to give him the bottom line on this shortly. Sir, Sir Jason Winter's Tea is available at your favorite health food store. There you go. <laughs> at jasonwinterstea.com and learn about all the different uh, uh, great brands that he has. Uh, that's jasonwinterstea.com. Go to your favorite food store and create your own iced peach tea. You bet. Now, about Emsco, because I, I just actually got my first husband, an emergency management kit. And I got that four-person kit in my car. And I think that with what's going on in the world, I told him he needed an emergency kit. And by the time we were done and I told him what happened with my leg and how that kit helped me fix my leg when I hurt myself, we're not just talking about fires and earthquakes and stuff like that. We're talking about life. It's good to have a kit in your car, huh? Exactly, exactly. And one of the things that really works with the EMSGO a emergency kit is an example you just produced. Most emergency kits or earthquake kits that you buy, uh, they'll have a little bit of first aid. Each EMSCO kit that comes in the uh, backpack forms or into the duffel bag forms has a comprehensive first aid kit. This was designed by Kaiser Permanente years ago, back in 1990, when we first started this program. They wanted to see something very comprehensive in the kit for their employees that was using them. And it kind of stuck with the EMSGO entire line. So today we even have a more comprehensive first aid kit that we apply to each uh, unit than we did 
21 years ago. And that's, that's the big difference between MSGO and, and others. Not How do you order this thing? You can go to kaiperm.msgo.org. That's kaiperm, K-A-I-P-E-R-M, dot msgo, M-S-G-O, dot org. Do not put a www in front of that URL. Oh, important. So just, yes, it's just kaiperm.msgo.org, and you'll see a list of all the backpacks and accessories, and you'll even see some of the commercial stuff that MSGO does there. And you can visit the MSGO and learn more about their uh, commercial packages at msgo.org. That's www.msgo.org. And there you go. And there are other people and other organizations that make this program possible, and I'm going to just mention them all before we get into our dialogue today. We have Stardubs, who does Internet mailing, bless their hearts. They have 100,000 really good people that actually buy things, um, and the costs for mailing to them are quite low when you buy a package. Call them at 828-665-0411. That's 828-665-0411. One one, and say you heard about it here on Waking Up in America. They've got a discount waiting for you. Roberto's Bungalows, just north of San Pancho, Mexico, run by Steve and Diana. Really, take advantage of the times down there because it's it's most of it's all hype. Roberto's is an incredibly good place to be. I should be down there next month. Call them at nine seven one two three nine four one two zero. Once again, nine seven one two three nine four one two zero. And you can also check out all these dudes on the website at wakingupinamerica.com. Once again, wakingupinamerica.com. You'll see on the right-hand side of the page that our sponsors are listed there, and you'll also see some of them were listed in the this week's guest and. What you need to know about these guys are that they're all top-quality human beings. And uh, Leo Delgado is another person. If you need to have your mortgage stopped on the sale of your home, if you need to have that process of foreclosure interrupted, it's Leo Delgado at 855-719-7770. I just sent him another person. You want to ask a question on the air? We've got Because we've got CW, we've got Ken Cousins, we've got myself, and we've got Dr. Rutledge. Send me an email right now at val at wakingupinamerica.com, and I will mention him. Also, Ron Hayes, just to let you know, I just so appreciate what you do for us each week. So the topic, because I'm getting dangerous, is fires and um, food stamps. And what actually happened was I paid attention to CNN. I scanned through it for a few hours just to see what was going on in this country, and what I discovered were two different things that both hit me very hard. Actually, one of them was that Texas, we'll start out with the number one, the fire one, fire which can be transformation, depending upon where you're standing looking at it from. I guess it always is transformation. The point is, can you stand the loss? Um, Texas has been burning for 295 days now, 296 days with today. Um, The weather conditions there are worse than grapes of wrath in the Dust Bowl, and I actually suspect that this problem has been generated um, intentionally. And I think Rick Perry is doing an amazing job of being governor of that state. I sure wouldn't want to be in his shoes. (laughs) So... Anybody want to comment on that? Um, no, he's CW? doing a great job in Texas. But look at the campaign; he's got late. He's got started late in the race, 
and look at the impact he's making. He's got all, everybody running scared. And I think he's doing a fantastic job at this one. So I don't know a lot about the man, but look at what he's done in Texas for the economy. Look, uh, you know, I, I was joking before the uh, uh, program started how Texas competes with California because they make the business climate so easy. And a lot of businesses out of uh, California have moved to Texas. So uh, uh, even though the jobs are here still in this great nation, the jobs have been taken out of California and now in Texas, which is a, a compliment to Texas because they're making the uh, business climate so much easier. And actually, it demonstrates people in California how unfriendly it is to live in, in, in that state now, especially if doing business. Well, what I, I believe the heart machines are causing the weather disruptions. When I was watching uh, CNN and I was watching uh, hurricanes move all over the place, they said that there yeah. was that they had never experienced computer analysis like this, that they'd never seen anything jumping around like that before. And um, you know, Dr. Relich, if you want to join in here or can I'm and you know, UCW, I I'm suspicious of 296 days without water. seems to me that that's the best way to bring Texas to its knees. The question is... Well, well, you know, I would say uh, in regard to the fires and things, uh, a lot of forest fires and things is directly related and intimately related with environmental laws that prohibit... uh, undercutting of, uh, of scrub brush and stuff. Uh, uh, George Bush tried to repeal some of that stuff that Clinton put on board. Uh, Clinton and uh, some of that administration uh, put so darn many laws on the book from an environmental standpoint that you can't even take care of the forest so it burns down. I think that is absurd. Well, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of absurd stuff going repealed. on. There's totally a lot. I would love to get some good people that are aware of the environment and also aware of the there are other issues. I, I think that we were being set up for exactly what's going on right now, Dr. Rutledge. I, don't, I look back on all these laws and things of that nature. I, I know a lot of environmentalists, and they didn't want all that stuff about how the brush couldn't be cut and stuff. There's been the wrong people managing the forests and the lands and government for a long time. The question is, right now, I don't know. Um, what we were talking about, Ken, earlier before the show in CW, I was talking about how there are actually machines that I know of as I'm on the Science, Technology, and Health Committee for the, for the Republic of the United States, and I'm, I'm hearing about all these technologies that pull water out of air. Ken, why aren't we doing this? <laughs> well, first let's talk about what that technology is. It's actually one of the simplest technologies that exists. Do you know what happens when you take a glass filled with a cold drink with ice in it and you put it on the table? Yeah, it, it gets it, it condenses on the outside. Exactly, and that condensation isn't the liquid inside the glass seeping out. It's because of the the heat cold differential. It causes the uh, hydrogen and oxygen in the air to uh, form into water. Huh. So the, the technology is very simple. You have tubes of metal that are cooled, and um, uh, they start condensing water on the outside, and you have little, you know, windshield wiper type things scraping them off and collecting it at the bottom. And uh, even with low humidity, like 15% in the desert, you can still pull um, uh, liquid out of the air, out of the atmosphere. It's called atmospheric water production. <laughs> you are so laughing. Like 
Yeah, so like I'm I laughing because in 2001, I was at Paramount Studios and Jay Leno was drinking water out of the tailpipe of a BMW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it was a hydrogen another... BMW. Right, exactly. So, so if so... we gave everybody in Texas a BMW, we could make all the water we wanted, right? Yeah, but it's more simpler than that. There's uh, uh, there's companies that I know of that have little packs you can uh, take hiking out into the woods, so you never want you know run out of water. There's little uh, tabletop for kitchens that would produce say ten gallons a day, which is enough for your drinking water. And there's industrial size that would produce say ten thousand or even more gallons per day. So you know, once again. It's a twofold issue. It's the lie of lack and limitation. You know, those key things like we were talking about before we started of if they can control energy, water, food, you know, the essentials, uh, then, of course, uh, the lie of lack and limitation can be perpetuated. So these technologies have to, from the old world order's perspective, they have to be suppressed. Hmm. So maybe we could form a committee with Dr. Rutledge, and you could be talking to him about the underbrush, Dr. Rutledge. We'll talk to them about machines that pull it out of the water. What else should we put on the team when we talk to the governor? <laughs> Why don't we just talk with the governor of Texas? Talk to the governor Why? of Texas? <laughs> because he's probably locked into a... Uh, uh, you know, the same thing that we talk about all the time, the political... Uh, okay, so if we can't do it through the governor of Texas, can we, we do, do it through, through the, the Republic? Republic? Of course. Okay, okay, okay. why didn't I think of that sooner? Wow, hit yourself wow. on the forehead. I did, I just did it. I just and, and another reason we wouldn't talk to the governor of Texas is because he supported Al Gore and his campaign. So he's part of the problem. <laughs> so they're actually, just to be the odd voice out here, some of the things that Al Gore said were true and some of them weren't. So I would there like are, to know which ones were true. And, 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 and Relage and I, Dr. Relage and I do not 100% agree on all of this. So I want you to be known that he has every right to say everything he said and I'm not, I'm not in total agreement with it. So, um, I like some of the environmental stuff that went on, and I hate some of it, just so you know. And we need to take the time and create our own powerful policy in the republic. And watching Texas burn is is a way that we are certainly pointed in that direction. And when Dr. Rutledge talks about something and I talk about something and Ken talks about something and CW, know that we totally believe in what we're telling you. And Google it, what we're talking about, and Come up with some of your own ideas and things of that nature. Because remember, waking up in America is about creating dialogues. And I just got an email from Roseanne Mangio, who sent me Benjamin Fulford's report, dated um, the 6th of September, 2011, and it's named "The People of the Earth Want Peace." Now I don't have, and it's talking about the cabal and all that good stuff, and. Um, if you want a copy of that, send me an email at val at wakingupinamerica.com. Thank you, Roseanne Mangio, for this forward. And uh, I'd be happy to send that to you. One of the advantages that we have of being on the radio is we get into some of the most interesting and up-to-date information. And before we go into um, our little conversation that I had promised on food stamps to go along with the fires, 
Um, I really wanted to hear, Dr. Rutledge, what's happening with you and $3 billion and counting? I heard you're back in the editing room. Can you fill us in on that? Yeah, I'm just doing some final uh, polish and stuff to it to get it ready uh, to go out uh, to the public. Uh, it hasn't been released yet, but uh, it's about to. And uh, uh, it will be uh, airing at uh, th- uh, Free Thinking Film Society uh, Film Festival up in Ottawa, Canada in November. Um, and uh, I have a few people that are uh, doing screenings around the country and more and more awareness is happening. And that's how change happens, is with awareness. And if it continues the way it's doing, uh, it will have fulfilled what it was meant to do. <laughs> In case our listeners are going, eh? What are they talking about? We're talking about during the course of this program, five, 500 children will die of malaria. That's what we're talking about, and that's what 3 billion and counting is about. So if you need to get a little bug in your ear, um, they, they can actually go to your website and purchase this, can they not? They, they can. Uh, it, it will be available very soon on the website, and it does point out uh, how uh, tragic uh, it is, the situation is with malaria and how that needs to change. But, but more importantly, what it will point out is it'll start uh, fracturing uh, any veneers or thoughts that one has about uh, the fact that the government takes care of you because <laughs> the government does not take care of you. Uh, the government wasn't meant to take care of people. It was meant to to uh, prevent encroachment and protect uh, our rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so what it really points up is how uh, the government has tremendously uh, overstepped its bounds and, and made decisions that were not in the best interest of peoples of the world. Yeah, no, I totally get it, I have to tell you. Um, we're going to be talking more about that in the food stamp sections, um, Dr. Rutledge. Wanted to just let listeners know that through the Republic and Viv Gwynn, I was introduced to a product called Protandin, P-R-O-T-A-N-D-I-M. And um, I also wanted to let you know that Dr. Marvin Norman is actually wanting to assist people on the radio here and all my friends and such to sign up for this. I've actually made it a distributorship for the Golden Hearts Foundation, which is a group of nonprofits that are working to improve the quality of life here on the planet. And you can ask Dr. Norman Marvin about this. His telephone number is 816-392-6498. That's 816-392-6498. Another number for him is 913-681-9797. Or you can actually go over to the website by going to um, www.mylifevantage.com forward slash Golden Hearts Foundation, and Hearts has an S on the end of it. So go over there and check it out, and if you're interested in rolling and ordering that, those little buttons are up on the top right-hand corner. If you want to talk to somebody about it, do talk to Dr. Marvin. He's a great guy, and he's on our Saturday, our American Cafe show as well. So what can I tell you? Um, I think if you're interested in being a secure party creditor, if you want more information on that, 
<clears throat> you'd want to go to uh you'd want to send an email to val at mailhouse.com once again val at mailhouse.com for more information on that and that's tim turner's um online seminar that's documents that's over a year worth of question and follow-ups and that's tad patterson who's going to be getting back in touch with you and i have to tell you i'm very interested in what this young man has put together so um Leo Delgado at 855-719-7770. Oh, if you need to stop a foreclosure now, uh, once again, 855-719-7770. So you're, we're here at Waking Up in America. I'm on the air today with Ken Cousins, C.W. Wright, and Dr. Rutledge. We're all members of the... And Kelby Smith. Oh, Kelby Smith is here now, too? I am. Uh, you am here? What what do you I what am. am you saying? I am saying. <laughs> <laughs> did you say you, you were insane? Rob? What's that? I said did you say you were insane? No, no, no. I, I just said I'm I am here. I was uh listening. Um uh, I got on late because I didn't have a proper phone number. I'm got following. it. So here's the deal, McMeal. What's up we know what was going on with everybody else to some degree. What's up with you and the Republic? And you oh, personally. Goodness. You know, I, I spoke to the president um, yesterday, and I always ask him before Wednesdays, I said, what do you want to tell me that uh, is, is different um, so I can give people an update? Because people are constantly asking for an update. And it, it, i got to tell you, it's, it's, you know, people want the big whammy. They want, they want the, uh, we are funded. What everything is. Yes, one uh, or two people do want that. Uh, yeah, of course, and it's an important thing. And don't get me wrong, but the reality is, is we are making leaps and bounds and strides in in the little stuff, uh, like our Congress, like our ability to uh, formulate our own laws, um, like Congress going over the budgets, like the budgets being created for the funding. I mean, and that's the major gains that we're doing is because there's an incredible foundation that has to be laid, and we're laying it every day. Um, we are growing exponentially. Uh, we're also watching the, the weeding off of, of, of the people that, you know, quite frankly, are uh, waiting for the handouts. Um, I see a lot of people that are uh, maturing in the Republic, and if I can give anybody any wisdom with what to do, um, it's, it's get your field ready, because uh, we're about to plow and we're about to harvest. Oh, I get totally get field, that. Get your field ready. Um, the Republic is fully re-inhabited. We need bodies and we need leadership, and we need to continue uh, the work efforts to uh, uh, do what we started a year and a half ago. You know, I want to just kind of add on to what you're saying there, Kelby. I am the House Chair for Science, Technology, and Health, and I am also the House Chair for Peace, and I'm willing to have other people come in and certainly take these over, they're going to have to because I've actually been named ambassador to the UN and before anybody crosses their eyes over that, Jim Fitzgerald and I are going in there to actually re inhabit that and we don't necessarily believe everything will be totally easy to begin with. However, we know that we're a nation and we know what we stand for and we know that leaders of the world gather in the UN and we're going in there to stand toe to toe with other nations and we go in there with a lot of people behind us. So 
for those of you that have doubts about the UN, give us a chance and check back and see what we've done because we really believe we can shift that space. That's astounding to actually be going to the UN as a UN delegate, and President Turner gave me that authority on my birthday, my 71st birthday at 10 o'clock in the evening, and I'm just like so moved by that. I am so moved to have been in the House of Representatives for the last year and so moved to have been part of the group that signed the Declaration of Intention. And what you guys don't know is that we had an assignment, actually, um, over on, on Labor Day. And one of the assignments that we had was actually to create a refugee um, a refugee policy. And I had the honor of working with people from different republics, and we did it over a conference bridge, and we actually created we created the policy for the refugee program of um, the children of soldiers. And I cannot tell you the honor it was, how grown up I felt, actually, Kelby, to be dealing with these issues and doing that with other really incredibly brilliant people. And to notice that when we first started the conversation, we pretty much were coming from different positions, and by the end we had become one voice, and it was affected by the points of view and qualities of each there, and I think that's what the Republic is about. Kelby. Now, what happens is I watch to see who talks next because it's just what the space calls it forward, okay? So I've just talked to you about something in what the Republic does for me. It's it's why I can hang in there through really challenging financial times because there's a spirit occurring that means a great deal to me, and it means it's our future. The the Republic is is everything in my my whole world right now. I I can't stop thinking about it, working on it, building it. um, Exactly. because, Because it's truth. Yeah, once you, exactly. once, you, once you know the truth, it, it's like the most important thing is to share it because you, you, you look at these little children in our world today and we understand everything from Agenda 21 to the chemical trails to the, um, what, what the good doctor understands about the, the 3 billion and counting and why 500 kids an hour are being killed. It's because a simple uh, DDT is, 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 is not being, you know, it was, was basically to everybody that it was a bad thing and and the, the reality is is we have to as as a people start standing up to the corporations and their desires to kill us off I mean dr. Val we can go on and on if we spent the time just talking about the plague that the corporation is doing against the world it would be absolutely you know, an incredible they're busy Kelby they're power. trying to kill six billion people and they got to use a lot of different means that's right that's right and it's sad to say <laughs> It's sad to say, but the evidence is preponderant. There is so much evidence available to prove what you just said. And that's, if anybody ever wants to have a show on that, I would love to have a show on that because we can absolutely We're having one it. right now. Well, we can prove it within public law that they're allowed to do the chemical trail spraying over the United States. We can absolutely prove that. We can prove that they are doing it. We can prove that there's been random tests done and they're pulling out alloy metals and they're, they're, they're basically saying geoengineering so that we can reflect the light from the sun to cool off the earth. What a joke. Right. What a joke. <laughs> you, 
You mean so you can coat my lungs so I cough and hack to death so I, I end up with cancer and respiratory diseases and, and I have so to So stop right there for a minute. Stop right there for a minute. You know what's happening with the 9-11 responders, right? They're dying yeah. of cancer right now, and guess what? There's no coverage for them in the insurance policies. Nothing to wow. help them with the cancer they picked up, and there are reports uh, all over the place about how cancer rate has gone up like 20 25% amongst people that were first responders, and they can't test all the stuff because the plane fuel has disappeared, but between the dioxins and all the toxins and stuff like that. I'm sure Dr. Rutledge has something to say about what happens. Anyway, they won't take care of these people. So far, you, they're not covered. Yeah. So, Dr. Rutledge, is there something people, these guys can do if they've got that kind of poisoning, like chemtrail poisoning or toxic air poisoning, or something will extract that from their bodies? Yeah, you know, actually... Uh just uh, taking uh, blends of uh, amino acids and certain, uh, actually, like some of the ingredients that, that are in that ProTandem product that you mentioned, uh, actually help people detox because it increases their antioxidant levels. I have you mean all the that stuff. That, Yeah, that product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ProTandem actually reduces oxidative stress. But would that be right. the same thing as if you've taken in stuff like the chemtrail stuff or if you've actually breathed that toxic 9-11 dust into yourself? Will it, it, will well, that... yeah. What you do is a detox. And so, you know, I have a, a powder. It's called Smart Powder that a lot of my patients take that have blends of amino acids and uh, smart nutrients and different things that, that constantly kick out toxins over a, a period of time. It actually uh, gently does a heavy metal detox as well. Now, if you want to get real specific, you can go in and uh, use uh, specific agents uh, for certain detoxes. But uh, long story short is that uh, to do a, a cleanse, if you will, where uh, maybe you just eat uh, light veggies and uh, a clean protein and uh, take certain aminos, amino acids and blends of uh, nutrition that will help uh, the body detox from anything that it has breathed, eaten, or absorbed into the skin. That's amazing. You know, um, this protandin stuff that I've been talking about, Dr. Marvin was telling us on Our American Cafe that it actually within 30 days your blood goes back to the age of 20 or before. We actually had um, Jerry Weaver on with us. you want to comment on that, C.W.? Well, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to using the ProTandem uh, regularly so we can have my blood, or I can have my <laughs> blood cells go back to the aging of a 20-year-old. Ready uh, to go. <laughs> this is just a, a most awesome discovery, and, you know, it's it's not even a chemical. I mean, it's just a combination of, uh, again, a, a combination of synergistic uh, 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 supplements that come together and perform a function. And it's just such a fantastic product, and I can't, uh, 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 I'm, I'm just amazed and surprised at how, when we handled supplements correctly, what it does to our body. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of doctors that used to tell us, well, you don't need supplements to eat right. Well, that might have worked 40, 50 years ago, but it don't work today because all the GMO and uh, uh, other chemicals that go into the, uh, our farmers' uh, fields these days. 
Well, you know what got me was that when he was talking about oxidative stress, boy, I could really relate to that because I, you know, I have a lot of things that I'm concerned about keeping them afloat, as I'm sure many other Americans do at this particular time. And even though I'm in the Republic and I probably have a better sense of hope and possibility than most people do, it's still stressful to not know how you're going to pull off a certain thing when you've got thumbs due and things of that nature. And I've only been on this product for two weeks, and I was telling um, CW and Ken, you too, I've got focus that... Um, you know, you heard last time, um, Dr. Rutledge, when Dr. Marvin was on, well, we had him for a whole hour, and now he's a regular on the on the Saturday show answering questions. So we're broadcasting out of KTBL in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they're building us a webpage for our American Cafe as we speak. So I don't know how all of this stuff is going to work, and I'm not sure how all of the pieces of the puzzle get put together, Mr. Puzzler. Um, but... Have you heard about have you guys heard about this thing where in California we are going to be having people can cash in their food stamps at McDonald's and places like that? Has anybody heard about that but me? No, I have not heard that. Okay, well, I I have to tell you it's interesting and uh, it actually kind of made sense and what it occurred to me was is there any way we can get some decent food into McDonald's and things of that nature? I've noticed they actually seem to be trying lately because one of the things that I'm, I believe is a plot, okay, if you go and you want to buy iced tea, which I always used to buy when I, if I ate out because I wanted to have something that didn't have sugar in it, now all they have are the sugared varieties. So if they're going to be putting food, letting people cash in their food stamps, and actually I listened to a couple of reports on it, the rationale was intelligent because what they said was there are so many, it's intelligent and very sad. There are so many homeless people right now that they actually don't have places to go to the grocery store and then bring it home and cook food. So they want to make certain fast food restaurants places that people can actually cash in their food stamps and get a meal. But then the question yesterday on the um, in the conversation was, yeah, but is there any way to get them a good meal? So I'm just interested in your thoughts and feelings on food stamps because to me, it's like this is the ultimate of slavery here. We're now going to feed the slaves a minimum food at a certain place. I mean, I see it as a slight advantage because of the of the people not being able to cook. But what does that say about our country when we're sending them to McDonald's? Well, places like McDonald's has uh, come a long way in, in creating a healthier menu. I think it needs to come even, uh, they can go even further and do better yet. But, you, you know, making the food stamps available to McDonald's, are, are, you, are you telling me that the homeless people are going to go in and order a salad? And uh, No, they're thing? not. Uh, they're going to go in and they're going to order a hamburger and french fries. And, and they're going to get their soda. That's what they're going to be getting. And uh, uh, I'm very surprised at this, especially since California just just changed their name their food stamp program to calling it CalFresh. And, what? Oh yeah, it's, a, it's look called it what? They call it CalFresh now. Like C O W. Like yeah, move CalFresh. C A L F R E S H. CalFresh. Oh. <laughs> and fresh and, what? Fresh manure. I don't know. That's just, 
<laughs> hey, Val, get your head out of the cow patties. What can I tell you? Fresh? Oh. By no means of any term that I would ever imagine is it fresh. Well, even the federal government who who helps put these food stamp programs together for each state, they call they call it the SNAP program. Now, you're not going to believe what this stands for, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Right. <laughs> I've been in grocery lines. I've watched people buy stuff with the food steps, and most of that stuff is not nutritious. They're, they're dealing with frozen foods, uh, canned foods, and anytime you have a processed food, it is much, uh, it, it, it's much less than nutritious. So, Ken no, Cousins, or Kelby, yes. <laughs> yes, do you ma'am. want to jump yes, in here, ma'am. too? Well, you know, there's if you look at the multifaceted nature of what we're talking about now, uh, it's just n- another variation on uh, the subject of uh, population reduction because uh, the chemicals in the air and the water and et cetera reduce immunity. Uh, the food is not nutritious, which continues to reduce immunity, and so therefore people are more susceptible to um, opportunistic situations that attack their health, which means population starts reducing faster, Uh, and it's an economic model because, unfortunately, they can't afford real food, you know, because... um, You know, somebody could go to the warehouse-type situation and and buy a family load of food for a week with with very small amount of money, but there's absolutely no nutrition. It tastes better than cardboard, but it might as well be cardboard as far as the, uh, you know, true nutrition. So, you know, it's endemic in the system as it's been designed. Hmm. Dr. Ellinger, Kelby, any comments? Well, can I mention something here? Because, yeah, uh, even CW can too. <laughs> well, thank you. I know um, I'm so gracious, but you know I'm a Leo Dragon. What can I tell you? It's hard. About the the cost of nutritious food, and I I have been wrestling with this over the last few weeks, as you know, uh, with my bout of uh, diabetes. I've had to really change my lifestyle, my diet. And let me tell you what I've learned about shopping. Uh, I'm watching the deals on fresh produce now. And I'm finding out my food bill, uh, and it could be because of my diet, my food bill is actually less now than what it used to be. You know why? Less. But I'm not buying a lot of prepackaged. I'm not buying. But there's more to it than that, okay? There's more to it than that. And you're almost there. Part of what happens is you're actually eating food that satisfies you, and people that are eating junk food are actually starving to death. And they're eating more because of it. That's exactly right. So we have this illusion. You said, you know, Dr. Rutledge, you know how I like the apples on your diet? There have been days where I just ate four or five big apples, and I was actually satisfied because I ate organic apples. And there's a sense of satisfaction that you get. And CW, I bet you felt it, haven't you? Yes, you go to the I farmers have, markets, or I have I have felt the difference in my body because we used to have I, I used to have cravings. You could you'd eat the prepackaged food, or you would eat uh, 
shall I dare say, a candy bar or a bag of <laughs> chips or a, a burger here and there. And they fulfill you for a, a moment or an hour or two. But shortly after that, you might as well make Chinese food because you're going to get hungry again. And actually, if you eat fresh Chinese food, you really don't get hungry. I think that's more of a misnomer than anything. It's but, not uh, fair, is it? No, it isn't fair to say that. But the you you had the uh, conclusion earlier. If you're eating the organic food, it keeps you filled up because you don't get the cravings. And I believe, and Doctor Rogers can uh, uh, confirm this if uh, uh, if I'm right. Your your body is getting the nutrition it needs from the organic food, so it no longer craves anything. It, you're not. Yeah, totally true. A peach. Life. A peach, CW, from 50 years ago, I asked how many peaches I would have to eat to equal a peach from 50 years ago, and you can back this up, um, Dr. Rutledge. They told me that because of the peaches being picked before they're ripe so they can be shipped and stuff, that to have the equivalency of one peach of what I would eat, have eaten 50 years ago would be 50 peaches, 5-0. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of uh, uh, claims and things like that. I don't, I don't know the validity of that. Well, let me tell you and part of it. I am not a, I'm not a, a super uh, proponent of organic versus high yield. Uh, what I would say more than anything is, is, is local and knowing your farmer and what they're doing with it. Because organic these days, they can use arsenic. Well, they're lying about it. I mean, the FDA changed the rules, okay? Here's what organic used to mean. It used to mean that if you were an organic gardener, you went to school for, uh, or gardening school for five years to learn how to grow your crops without pesticides. And it, they were, imper- you know, they looked imperfect. You know, we used to actually have fruit that wasn't perfectly shaped and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, I have the memory of how good that stuff tasted. And it's and unless I pick a peach off the tree, I did not get what I'm in the store. Half of the time it tastes like wood to me because they're picking the stuff. They've got 30 days. So they, so they pick the stuff early and then they gas it to ripen it up so that it looks like it's fresh. And you can tell because the peach that you buy, like Dr. Rutledge was saying at the farmer's market where you know your farmer, Ask them if they're organic, and if they say, no, I'm not organic, but I don't use pesticides, know that that's an improvement, okay? Because you don't need any more taken in than you have to. So I'm going to say check out your farmer's markets and try that. But they're definitely check out the farmer's markets and uh, finish where I was going with CW, and that is, uh, yes, if the body does not recognize a food, it will store it as a toxin. That is a wow. fact. So, so when I am uh, blending and making nutrition and things like that, like I'm, I'm in, uh, in development right now on a, uh, a non-sugar sweetener that has no glycemic index, it's completely natural, so the body does recognize it, so that when you do take that in, it feels satisfied, it processes it, and goes to the normal functions of the liver and the kidney and processed out, and you feel satisfied. When you take Splenda... Yeah. Sweet and low, aspartame, any of those things, they continue to make you fat and diabetic. Well, they're rat poison, for God's sake. Period. They're rat poison. Well, well, not all of them are. One of of them is, uh, uh, they're not rat poisons. One of them. You're thinking of Aspartame is rat poison, right? 
tech poison. Well, I mean, uh, no, actually, if, aspartame, if you, if you, is the, <laughs> aspartame is the uh, uh, wow. the waste product of E. coli. Is the beginning material that they convert into aspartame. There's somebody got something going on in the background. It sounds like a radio or something on. So what do you know about the different sweeteners, Ken? You said. But the, but the point is, is you just if you if you will eat things that are quote unquote natural that the body recognizes, it becomes fulfilled and you don't need as much of it. Totally, totally. Plus, what about your um, better than lipo? I take that every day, morning and evening, and I think that helps too. Well, it does because what what all of that is is uh, it's almost like a meal condensed down into a capsule. When your body digests, let's say, a steak, it breaks it down to to twenty some odd amino acids that it's supposed to. So the cells get nourished with amino acids. Well, I put a blend of amino acids in that, so it's almost like a a mini steak that's already pre-digested. <laughs> so the body utilizes it and thrives. Sorry, I want the steak. I want to do. We've only got a few minutes left here. <laughs> I want, send me a steak. I like the Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons when they pop one pill and say, "Oh my God, that was a great hamburger." I know. I want to. I want to actually get my teeth on the steak. I do. I like that. Um, Kelby Smith or I? Who's talking in the background? Is that you, Kelby? No, that sounds like uh, our vice president. Oh, does it? Okay, so it does. not the so, vice president. <laughs> does it sound like the vice president? We did we nail him talking someplace else? So, gentlemen, we have a few minutes left in the show. Um, Kelby, if you want to say something to wrap up, we'll go around and do that. Well, um, just because we're talking about health, uh, you know, and I'm actually going to go once with uh, uh, Ken. Uh, he always ends up holding. Uh, what are they doing? I can't hear you guys. You're going to have to be quiet or speak up. Yeah, no. Ken uh, is talking to me. CW. Not me. Who is that? Nail him. you got the board. It ain't me. It's got to be Rutledge. It's all his fault. Okay, uh, mute, mute one of those lines, CW, would you? I'm doing that. Okay, excellent. <laughs> All right. So, what were you gentlemen saying? Well, I was just simply saying that, uh, you know, I really enjoyed the fact about going to Whole Foods, but um, was that a true story that Montecito, uh, the, the corporation, bought Whole Foods? You mean Monsanto? Who was playing that? You did. Oh, no. I'm muting everybody, and that's still coming through. Muted. The only one I haven't muted yet is you and Kelby. Well, I, we don't have it. It's obviously it's a bleed through from the radio, I think, or something. That's what I'm thinking. I think it must be right let's, too. I see just, we're we on such a few minutes, so let's march through it. <laughs> we're on such a hot, hot topic that everybody's listening. Um, yeah. So your wrap up, Kelby, is. Please go to the republicforthenitedstates.org. There's some call information. We're going to have a call at 6 p.m. Pacific tonight. We'd love, if you're new, you don't understand it, this is a great way to get introduced. Totally. And keep coming back. Ken. Well, this is the same theme I always emphasize on those Wednesday night calls, which is the republic represents the safe haven where we will not be regulated and suppressed out of existence for creating healthy, um, balanced 
food systems and all the rest of it. Uh, so uh, come to the Republic. That's where we're creating uh, solutions, not just complaining. Yeah, and good food in the Republic, boy. We stand for good food, raw milk, lots of great friends, amazing conversations, pride and possibility for your future, all kinds of good stuff. Hey, Mr. Vice President, what do you think? Well, I think, uh, again, Ken and Kelly's got it. The Republic's got it going on. See, the Constitution granted freedom that governed through public law. And since 1933, all Americans today are governed by public policy. It's time to rid ourselves of this default-style thinking, and we need to embrace the future-based thinking where freedom alone prevails. And the place to get started is with the Republic of You know that United embrace? That's the word. Embrace the future. Embrace possibility. We're standing here fresh. We've got all the tools. We are free to create. We've done all the groundwork. Everything has been set up perfectly. We've re-inhabited the Bill of Rights. We've re-inhabited the Constitution. We have uh, a national um, government. We have republic state governments. We are House of Representative members, and we are creating documents and such. We are real, and it is terrific. So I really want to invite you to be there. I want you to let your friends know that are burning in Texas and all those other places that um, maybe there's a way to bring water to hell, you know, and put out some of the fires because that's what I kept thinking. I thought, oh, my God, what these people are going through. So we have the possibility of bringing water to hell and watching hell turn green. And we have the capability of doing that. What Dr. Rutledge was mentioning earlier, if there are environmental laws that are stopping the forest from being healthy. We're not talking about running in and um, chopping down all the trees like they did in um, Brazil and Argentina for, um, for, for cattle land to grow more cattle. We're talking about actually having the forest be in good condition because what these forests do is they, they actually create oxygen, okay? And the Amazon basin is used to produce 35% of the world's oxygen now it produces 16, so we've really gone down. So this program has been brought to you by Kirkguard Media, our radio partners, ConingCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy and Memoriam, DrValerie.com, and Doctors all spelled out. Remember, next week, new time, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We thank our producer, C.W. Wright of Emergency Management Solutions, JasonWinterT.com. A big thanks to YouHaveTheRight.com and Tad Patterson and to our team at Voice America, Justin Bernard, Brad Comer, and Nathan Jett. And um, that's Almost Ordinary People you, you hear right there next week. Invite a friend to listen. You can always write me at Val at WakingUpInAmerica.com. Thank you today to Ken Cousins, Kelby Smith, Dr. Routledge, C.W. Wright, Dr. Val signing off once again. New time next week, 2 o'clock on Wednesday, Pacific. There you go. Almost ordinary people here. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com, and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com.